Welcome everyone to the Knack of the Nerds podcast, a show where we break down what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Brian Thornton. Yes, it is I, uh, Brian Thornton. Unfortunately, Josh got in an Uber and uh, the guy took him away for a whole week. So I guess we'll see him at some point. Wow, it's going to be hefty Uber bill. He's going to have to pay a big thing. I think he even has to get a lift home, not an Uber, really? but a lift wow. home. Yeah, Uber's going to pay him. Two companies, two companies to get there. I'm sure. I'm hoping he's. I'm sure he's making friends. You know, <laughs> that's what he does. Him and him and the Uber driver are Facebook friends now. Yeah, he gets Stockholm syndrome, and he's like best friends with the Uber driver after. Exactly. Exactly. That's how that works. I mean, I've never Ubered, but I would imagine that's how it works. You know, I actually took my first Uber when I was in I was in Dallas the other week. Ooh, you're fancy. Uh, it, it was actually pretty cool, and I you know the, I talked to the guy. And, I don't know. It was a nice experience. Now I see why everyone's like all about it. I'm like, oh, okay, this was extremely convenient and much more cost effective than a taxi. Like a taxi was forty five dollars to the airport, mm-hmm. and Uber was like twenty eight. Well, yeah, that would definitely be more cost effective. Like, 20, um, Twenty-eight is less than forty-five. That is very true. Yep, I, I'm glad you did the math for me. Yeah, that's like by by a whole like but a whole seventeen. Margin. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it was really cool. I'm finally on board for Uber, so now I just have to get drunk enough to need one. That's pretty much the only occasion I'll need it. Challenge accepted. Let's anyway, do this. This isn't a podcast about my first time taking an Uber. Although you know, you know what you can do. What's that? Um, if we get drunk enough to need an Uber. You can get drunk and it'll cure your sickness because yeah. ethanol is the primary ingredient in alcohol, but it's also the primary ingredient in Lysol. So my theory is that alcohol kills germs. Okay. And as, as Brian's alluded to, I'm a little under the, the weather. Alluded to. I said it right away. Yeah, you did. Uh, but we're here for you. So I'm, I'm going to power through this uh, so that way we can bring a, another lovely show to you. Such a such a strong sacrifice. So I first want to start off with uh, something. You're so courageous. I, I am, right? I'm, I'm damn courageous. Uh, I want to talk it takes, about the- takes Moxie to, to sit in your room and, and talk into a microphone. Oh, did you want to talk about something? Okay, let's talk about stuff. So we all love slash really want still an NES classic, right? The things are they're pretty awesome. It's you know the little tiny I Nintendo. Have an NES. I know, but like it's it got the HDMI port. Listen, it's new, okay? I don't need my eight bits in HD. I just so- I, I don't need it. Well, here's the deal. Uh, it's really a lot to, of people want it. A lot of people want it. it was I hard understand to, why. It's hard to get it. It only holds 30 games, but nay, 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 nay. It's obviously been, it's been hacked, right? Ah, uh, yeah, of course it has. So it's been hacked, but what's nice about it is that Nintendo saw this coming a mile away. And uh, they, they left a, a message in the actual code to, to hack this thing that says, This is the Hanafuda captain speaking. Launching emulation in 3, 2, 1. Many efforts, tears, and countless hours have been put into this jewel. So please keep this place tidied up and don't break everything. Cheers, the Hanafuda captain. Now, for those of you who are playing the, the home game, Hanafuda is a, is a card game, which is what Nintendo actually started as in like the 1800s when Nintendo was first a thing. Mario was on a card game? No, they did stuff before Mario. Well, they, Mario. Damn it, you have me saying it wrong now. It's Mario. I, I don't believe you. It's true. Nintendo's been around since the 1800s. I don't believe you. It's like 1886 is when they were founded. As a were, they make, were they making like medicine, like cocaine? No. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. It's Japan. Uh, but they're making card games, almost like a solitaire. Anyway, so they put that in there. So they, they knew that obviously people were going to want to hack this thing. Uh, they decided to really, you know, not make it too difficult. But at the I same heard, time. I heard hacking it gets you like double the games. Oh, it does. Yeah, it, I it heard makes it gets it, from thirty to sixty. Or it something makes like it a, a full fledged like emulator, so you can just 
you can just load this sucker up. And I think it has the capacity for about 60 games, depending on the average size of the NES game. Interesting. Uh, which is pretty cool. The problem is this. It's not, like, foolproof. Uh, if you screw it up, I would You say, will break the device. I would say you have a paperweight, but it barely weighs anything, so you would just have a fancy gray square. I think it would be enough to hold one piece of paper. <laughs> Maybe it'll be enough to hold down a Hana Fudu card game. Uh, you what? Absolutely. Very true. I know. Uh, and see how I bring you, that back I, around? I, 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 see, I see how you yeah. brought it around. Is this so what the show's like loop. without Josh? Is just us? Yes, this yes is it is. very weird. This is terrible. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. CJ, you're, you're delightful. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm more delightful because I'm me. <laughs> you know what? I was going to say, oh, thanks for the compliment. Then I realized you're just going to compliment yourself at a higher The problem than is, I am. like, when Josh isn't here, I need to be twice as funny. So I don't know how, how we're going to do this. I didn't know you could be twice as funny as zero. Is that possible? I, oh, I mean, it, it, it is possible. Two times zero is still zero. Right. So you're sir, still not funny. I'm, however you decide to perceive it, people seem to enjoy me. I'm just saying. Uh, another piece of news I came across, which I, I, I know you've seen this because this is ridiculous, is that George Lucas is going to open up a museum in Los Angeles, and it's going to be a billion-dollar museum of, quote, narrative art. He's using that Disney money. Now, here, yeah, that's right. That's one of the four billion that he got. Yeah, uh, it's to coming do a in, terrible museum. It's coming in 2020. Have you seen the design for this thing, though? Uh, I have not. Dude, it looks like a space. You know the spaceship that the little like car that Obi-Wan drove in like episode two or three, I think it was the yellow thing. Yes, it kind of looks like that, but it's silver. It's it's gigantic. It's a beautiful building. Now, here's the deal. He's calling it the uh, the narrative art museum because he basically has so much memorabilia from movies that he can't store it anywhere. So he's just going to build this thing so people can come and so hang on. give him a dollar or two. He's building a museum. Yes. For all of his shit. Yes. He's essentially building himself a giant spaceship man cave. Uh, yes. It's public. Why the hell am I, not, why am I not doing that? You should rent out a room in the palatial estate, and you should do that. That's what, that I, should, I, what should happen. I, I does. Uh, who would pay to see George Lucas's shit? No, so here's the thing, though. Think of all the Star Wars memorabilia, all the original stuff that he has. Yeah, totally. I, I, I would get totally that. go see that. Now, he's calling it this narrative art because he doesn't want to say, it's a Star Wars museum, guys. Hey, guys, it's a Star Wars museum. Because, you know, he's got Indiana Jones. I, I made, hey, guys, I made Star Wars. You're giving, him, you're giving him way too masculine of a voice. I'm You've sorry. heard George Lucas talk. Should, should I, a little bit high-pitched? Yeah, it's a little, a little bit higher. Hey, guys. I made a Star Wars music. Uh, split the difference. Split the difference. You don't, you're uh, I can't. I, I'm not. I, I can't. I can't. So anyway, there's no. There's no middle. It's either extreme. Um, this is going to be freaking insane. Uh, I can't. I mean, uh, do you need to pay to get in, or is it going to be one of those free to roam museums? No, I like kind the of Smithsonian? Like the Met where they're like, give us a dollar. Like, I don't want to. Ah, okay, here you go. Go walk around. Um, there's a couple of museums that do that. That are like, hey. yeah, no, I know. And, like, most of it goes to, like, upkeep and, like, charities and stuff like that. I've been to museums. I'm cultured, damn it. And not just, like, comic book museums. I've been to real museums where, like, they have cavemen on display and shit. Is that your, is that your like, mark of a real museum? Is that they have a mummy or a caveman? Is that, like, all yes. they need? Have you not seen the Night of the Museum movies? So here's my question for you, Brian. Uh, would you go and would you pay? I'm going to ask you if you're going to pay money to go see the George Lucas Narrative Art Museum. It depends on how much it is. Uh, let's just say it's twenty bucks. Would you plop down twenty dollars to go see all the Star Wars? Sure, like, for twenty bucks, I'll, I'll, I, for twenty bucks, I totally would. So it's coming out. Anything more than that, absolutely not. 
So now we have an excuse to go to Los Angeles. We could we could hop in that. that we need an excuse. Yes. Well, have we been? I've been to San Diego, and yeah, but have we been? Have we been to L.A.? Well, you never want to come to me with me when I go to <laughs> California. You're like, I have a child. I can't do fun shit. Not my fault. Well, now we have an excuse to go to Los Angeles and go see amazing Star Wars stuff. So here's my question. What do you wish was in that museum? What do you wish is there? Uh, a timeline of the failed career of George Lucas after <laughs> Indiana Jones 3. <laughs> I want the crystal skull to be in there just so I can break it. You know, like when, um, <laughs> when Homer went to uh, the, the planet Hollywood and they had the script for Cable Guy. And he's like, damn you, you almost ruined Jim Carrey's career. I want that, but with the crystal skull. That's what I want. You wouldn't want to do that with, like, the Jar Jar Binks replica? That's what I would do. Uh, no, because if you do the machete order, you don't see Jar Jar Binks. So yeah, okay but the that. machete order, I, he still exists. That's the problem. Not if you do the machete order. He doesn't, he's not there. He's not in the movies. Oh, my gosh. No, no he's in episode two. Yeah, but for he's like, still there. For Doesn't like matter. Second. Doesn't matter. He is. He all right, exists. All right, all right. I, 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 I yield to you, lawyered. <laughs> so a little bit of news also came out in the in the tech world. Hulu, right? The the app Hulu has now officially let you make profiles. So Hulu only doesn't let you like split amongst people. So like one subscription was for like everybody. Hang on, this is huge. So you're telling me that because I share my Hulu with everybody I know, yeah. That if I log into my Hulu, I won't see keeping up with the fucking Kardashians yeah. on there. Yes. Hulu thinks I watch that shit. Hulu, I do not watch that. But Hulu thinks that my brother watches like Sonic Boom and a couple like uh, Inuyashu and a couple other oh, okay. animes that my, animes are my, gotcha. my daughter watches. Uh, so yes, now you have the ability to make profiles. You can do it both on the computer and on mobile now. Uh, I don't know if it's come to like the consoles or Apple TV or Roku or, or things like that. But hey, it's a step in the right direction. It's still technically one uh, membership of Hulu. So it's not like the, the Netflix where you're paying the extra to, to like have the profiles. Mm-hmm. I've used well, it. Netflix, Netflix, you can have as many profiles. It's just like only a certain amount of screens can be streaming at once. So that's the other part. Hulu's got the same rule. It's still only however many screens are authorized to, to play. So like if three people are watching Hulu at the same time, it's not going to happen. But at least your Boo. but at least your watch list is you know what you would want to watch. Now, mm. I've used this, and it's not working a hundred percent like every time i make my profile right and i watch something and i log out of the app when i come back in it's like do you want to make a profile i was like we just did this we just did this hulu you're gonna log in like a week from now and have 16 profiles uh that sounds about right and then uh the watch list i will take something off the watch list and then it's back on so it's a little buggy so i'm curious if any of you are are using it uh, but it, it's, I am not. it's happening and they're announcing that they're going to uh, enable the ability to download series for offline usage just like Netflix but it's TBD so, so, so pretty much just like hey guys we exist we can do things Netflix can do too it's, it's like the little brother that wants to play with all of his big siblings and his friends like hey guys I can, can I play mom said I can play right. mom told me you have to let me play with you <laughs> it's a bad right yeah absolutely okay all right. Uh, so I mean, hey, that's that's good news for people who share accounts like Netflix and Hulu. And if you're a cord cutter, that, that that's a pretty big deal. So now with the streaming stuff out of the way, it's time for my favorite segment. Even if I'm sick, Brian, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. 
Okay. So a couple trailers got released, and I don't know why we didn't lead with this. So I'm sorry. I don't know why we didn't lead with this either. I'm, I was I'm like sick. super amped up, and then you like went all like ooh Hulu, and I'm like I don't give a shit about Hulu. I want to talk about these trailers. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's huge news. We got a bunch of trailers, but let's talk about the one that matters the most. Logan, the Red Band, like oh. trailer two came out. Holy crap! So oh. you get two f bombs in there. You learn, you see a lot more of the uh, the X twenty three, right? The, the the little girl playing X twenty three. Okay, tell me how hard you squeed when you saw the trailer, please. Uh, <laughs> um, I was at work and uh, I was actually in between meetings, and I was in a, a room by myself. I was like, you know, I'm gonna pull up the the Logan trailer because I know it just dropped. So, um, luckily the door was closed because I was like freaking the f out. Uh more so over X-23 than anything Wolverine did. Like, freaking, she's a badass. And she, like, takes out, like, it's great that it, that the trailer opens with her in the convenience store. She takes out the clerk, and he's like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's and like, it's a bad dog. Uh, I, I, I'm so excited and amped up. This trailer got me really amped up for this movie. Uh, I thought it was really cool, the... um it got like a little meta because she's like reading X Men comic yeah, she's books. She's reading an X Men comic book. And I was it was like, like, what? It was like really like, ooh, like it's like some sort of comic bookception thing happening. But I'm okay with it. And uh, but I'll tell you where I squeed, and I squeed hard. I uh, the end of that trailer were like, okay, you know, you watch the trailer for like two minutes, and it's really just x-23 doing a lot of the badass stuff and wolverine's just like ah eh, you know i'm gonna let this go and then you finally see wolverine unleash on a couple of guys in the woods and you're like yes and then he bends down and freaking x-23 jumps on his back and takes out the other two guys i was like oh my god that is amazing that's what i wanted to see out of wolverine movie and or an x-men movie uh for the past 20 years, 20 years. <laughs> and Dude, I'm going to go on record. I'm going to go on record. I'm going to make a bold statement. I think this is going to be the best X-Men movie of the franchise. Uh, it's not period. hard. That bar is really low. It, it is. That I, bar it's, is really it's not low. really low. X2 is still pretty great. X-Men First Class is still really good. Yeah, but look at all the X-Men movies, including like the the, the Wolverine standalones. It, that bar is low. Yeah, and I already hear people being like, well, what about Deadpool? I think this is going to be better than Deadpool. Like, yeah. Okay, that's pretty bold. Because I yeah, don't count this Deadpool was, as an X-Men movie because, you know... Technically it is. I know, but like... you know. Anyway, what really got me about this movie was how great Patrick Stewart is. And realizing that this is the movie where you're saying goodbye to him as well. You know, that he's leaving the X-Men universe in this. And uh, the little bit at the very end where he goes, Two weeks on the road, one meal, she's 15 and I'm 90. Fuck. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> right, I like to hear Patrick Stewart drop the F-bomb. Uh, man, this looks so damn good. This is coming out in March, so I mean, like, we're right there. Like, we're it's like beginning so, of March, right? March 3rd? Yeah, we're, like, so close. You can taste it. You know, March 3rd is going to be a truly amazing day because the Nintendo Switch is supposed to come out that same day, if I recall. Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, so I'm going to go probably buy my Nintendo Switch and then not play it because I'm going to go see Wolverine. Or I'll charge it, bring it into the theater, play it before the movie, that would be epic, too. You're in line, and you're standing, you're playing your, your Nintendo uh, Switch. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for this movie. It's just going to be It's gonna be so good. And you I know just, what? It's so nice. You know what? I'll say this. It's nice having Josh on here that I don't have to defend my love for Logan, because this movie looks so great. Listen, I mean, I, listen, I'm going to say to you, 
what Josh has been saying forever. Like, he doesn't like Hugh Jackman. We get it. But, like, he also gets the fact that people like him. And he's a he's been a great Wolverine. He thinks it's time for him to hang up the claws. And I, I get it. He's getting there. I don't, I mean, I get it. But he was against casting Hugh Jackman in X1. Like, he's... He's that, he was that. Yeah, well, because that's, that's again, he doesn't like Hugh Jackman. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. How dare you? I, I get it. He is Wolverine. Every movie he's, like, he's Wolverine. Like, I get it. Kate and Leopold, I was just waiting for the claws <laughs> to pop. It's just... <laughs> Kate Leopold, holy crap. I'm just saying, like, he's wow. dancing with Meg Ryan, and, like, I was just waiting for him to go to Berserker Barrage on somebody. This I mean, that's just... Happening. All right, so another bit that would have made that movie a thousand times better. <laughs> it really would have. Farmer's Bounty is terrible. <laughs> that's that's what needs to happen. Yeah, that is a Kate Leopold reference. You're Deal welcome. with that. You are welcome. All right, all right. So this is I, I need. What if help. in Les Miserables he like popped the claws and started <laughs> singing about gutting people? That would have been great too. All right, so here's a little bit of news that I need your help with, and I need to know if I'm happy about this, if I'm sad about this, or I, I, I where am I? There's Why do be, I have to dictate your feelings? Because on this is Cape Talk. This is how you work. So it, there's going to be an animated Spider-Man movie that will be starring Miles, Miles Morales, Morales, not yeah. Peter Parker. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so can you give me a little bit of background as to what the heck this is? Like, why? What is this all about? I don't know enough about the movie. I don't think they've even released a whole lot about a movie, the movie besides the fact that they're doing... They, they've been talking about doing an anime, a Spider-Man movie for the longest time. They've been talking about doing it with Miles Morales for the longest time because all the big screen adaptations have been Peter Parker, which they should be because we haven't gotten Peter Parker right yet. In July, we will, but we hadn't gotten him done correctly yet. <laughs> True. Um, I'm happy about this. I mean, listen, there, there are, listen, there's a lot of fans of the character of Miles Morales. I'm not a particularly huge fan of him. I'm, I'm, I grew up with Peter Parker. He's my Spider-Man. But I understand the fan base, and they they want to see a movie like this. I don't know if it's going to be theatrical release or if it's going to be straight to Blu-ray. Or the, the rumor that that I read on on Polygon said that it's going to have a release in theaters on the twenty uh, December twenty first of two thousand eighteen. Now I don't know if that's like a like an I'm event, thinking like it's going to be like kind of thing. yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be like the way they did the Killing Joke, um, where it'll be in the theaters for a couple days, maybe a couple weeks, and then it'll come out on Blu-ray. And I'm completely okay with that. I'll watch it. I'll watch a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. The rumor is uh, our Spider-Man fanatic, Donald Glover, has again repeatedly expressed interest in voicing this character. And there yeah. was a campaign for him. Why back, the hell not? Back, to for, back in a, a couple of years ago for him to be Spider-Man as a joke, and it really took off and got, got win. And then the fact that he just won a whole bunch of Emmys for... Uh, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. um, you know that he was in The Martian. He's he's gotten, he's starting to get that more you know uh, public. I mean, the, the Donald Glover as an actor in general. I mean, he I mean, you can say he was relatively unknown until a couple years ago, but I mean, he hit it really huge with Community. He did a really good job um, in that role. I haven't seen Atlanta, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. You know, he's got his rap career. He's one of these guys who can do a lot of things. And he is, you know, from every interview that I've read, he is a huge nerd. He's a huge fan of the material. Why the hell not? Yeah, let the guy 
voice Miles Morales. The, the man's going to be Lando Calrissian. Why that? Why not? Just does, let him do it. Does Miles Morales have that wit that Peter Parker has? That that I mean, is that just like something that you have to have as a, as a um, Spider-Man? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. I, I think that that part of the character is ingrained just in the character. Like anybody who puts on that cow, even Miguel O'Hara, the who's Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, he has that wit. Like it's just kind of ingrained in that persona. So Miles does have a little bit of the wit. I mean, so so Donald Glover could deliver that. I mean, he, could he could absolutely just... deliver it. He can do the comedy. He can do the drama. We've seen him do both. He's done them both successfully. Um, so yeah, I mean, and if they're doing this man, I mean, a movie, I, I think he would be a perfect fit. All right. Well, I'm Hollywood gonna... should listen to me and I... cast him. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go, Hollywood. All of Hollywood. Uh, All of the, Hollywood, not the, just Sony Pictures. All of Hollywood should just listen to me, in general. <laughs> uh, so hopefully December 21st is the, is the date for this. Um, hopefully it is a... I hope, I hope this is a big deal. hope this isn't just like a Fathom event thing. I hope this is a... a well, we'll see. I mean, let's also put this in perspective. It's been a long time. I mean... The funny thing is that Marvel is the one who started the whole let's do animated movies based on comic book stories. And then they completely fell off. And then DC has been really, really good at it. And Marvel hasn't done one in years. It's been a long time. So, I mean, I hope they make it a big event because maybe if this does well enough, they'll start doing more animated movies. I'd love to see some stories that you're not going to ever see on the big screen in an animated form. So, Absolutely. That's kind of like how DC does that right now, right? That's how we got mm-hmm. the Killing Joke and things like that. They're doing a great job of the rain. They're doing a great job. They're and they've kind of because they have such a strong animation division headed up by Bruce Bruce Tim, who is the man behind the Batman animated series, which is the man that gave us pretty much all of the cartoons I grew up with. Well, without that, it wouldn't make even the stuff Marvel's doing right now possible. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean. If they get somebody smart to head up a division like that and they just do what DC's doing, like really big deal comic book stories for by fans for the fans. I mean, I don't see how this couldn't be a good idea. So the next bit of Cape Talk is a is a combination of Cape Talk and a little bit of gaming news. Because there was a trailer for Injustice 2. Uh, if you're not familiar with Injustice, it is basically Mortal Kombat, but with DC heroes and villains. Uh, which is pretty awesome. Did you see the trailer for this? I did. Are we talking about the trailer where Batman fights Robin? Yes. And, I did and, see it. And we can really see – so in that trailer, Batman and Robin fight, which is awesome. And you, you get the sense that Brainiac is behind this. Let me tell you this. I would really enjoy seeing a DC movie that looks like this game. That this kind of story, this kind of like plot, computer anime, like this. Maybe game? not computer anime. I see live action. I'll watch Ben Affleck and and what's his Henry Cavill, you know, fight with Brainiac. And that, this would be a better movie than Batman vs Superman if you did this kind of storyline. I mean, this doesn't lead to anything, but I just want to see this at some point. <laughs> the thing that made the first Injustice really good was the story, and like it, it made it took this idea of let's have heroes fight each other instead of just like making this arbitrary story to, to that was really dumb to kind of make it so it, they crafted a pretty well-drawn-out story about why these people would be fighting each other um which is more than i can say about warner brothers with batman versus superman yeah just keep keep on taking keep on giving your shots there cj um but yeah i mean if they do it again and it, it's done right then I'm all on board for this. The other part, too, for this game, which is pretty cool, is that uh, it wasn't just Batman fighting Robin. Also, Supergirl was fighting Superman. 
Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, uh, the story, just like you said, isn't just like Mortal Kombat. It was like, and there's bad people, and now you must fight to the death. There's a tournament, and you need to fight the big bad. Anyway, so Injustice 2, uh, it's coming out May 16th for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, I didn't buy Injustice 1 because I'm really terrible at the, the fighter games like that, but with the story and everything I'm seeing from this, I may actually buy this just to just to just to watch the story. Maybe watch it on Twitch or something. Maybe watch someone on Twitch just play it. You can get the first one for like twenty bucks now, dude. Just buy it. Alright, final thing for Cape Talk. And I'm stretching the word Cape Talk, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use your criteria that it has to deal with comic books to put it Does in. Does it there. something that go go? Does Absolutely. it go go? It goes goes. We're okay. talking about Power Rangers, man. The trailer the, a, an extended trailer, which actually a legitimate showed, trailer showed that actually shows shit. Zordon and Alpha Five, uh, and the suits and the Zords and Goldon. I mean, it showed fucking everything, and yeah. in, in a way that I don't feel like I watched the whole movie, which a lot of people are complaining about. I feel like I have so much left to, to learn. And uh, got people are complaining really, about this trailer. Oh my god, yeah, people are really complaining about this trailer. Why? What is wrong with people? What is wrong with you people? People like to suck the joy out of things. Have you not met me? Well, yeah, but like I'm just sick, so I'm willing to give it. No, that's I, a terrible thing out of context to say. Yeah, you should probably cut that out. <laughs> uh, Hashtag, there's a, little, a whole lot of hope in here. <laughs> you know, so before we hear about people complaining, can we just talk about how awesome this is? So this reminds me of like Chronic meets I don't know what else. Chronic. Chronicle. Chronicle. Oh, Chronicle. This reminds me. I'm sick. This reminds like, are me you of high? Chronicle meeting, like, I don't know, uh, what was the thing with um, Pacific Rim? Okay. Reminds me of Chronic sure. meets Pacific Rim with... Chronicle. Chron- Chronicle. You said Sorry. it again. I'm sick. I just let it happen. No. Uh, I'm really hyped for this movie. Like, And freaking, I, I didn't like Alpha 5 at first when we saw like the picture of him. I'm on. I'm, 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 I'm in. You're on? Yeah. You were off before, but now you're on? No, for Alpha 5. Alpha 5. Oh. Yeah, Bill Hader being Alpha 5. And then freaking Brian Cranston is Zordon. And they didn't yeah, mess with like, his voice. They didn't he's got fuck like with this, them. Um, I don't remember what movie it was, but like like these little like pixels that like are shooting out of the wall almost. Like the Matrix when they met the, the thing at the yeah, the yeah. thing at the end. And I'm 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 totally all I'm bored. I'm totally on board with it. It looks awesome. Yeah, everything about this looks great. The suits look awesome. The suits, like, because I, I got to see the suits in San Diego this past July. And, like, just seeing them in action on the screen, that looks great. Just, like, I, I'm just, I'm super hyped to see, you know, this this kind of all come out and play play into live action. Like, I mean, well, I mean, listen, I, I only watched, like, the first series of Power Rangers, which is what this is based off of. So this is, like, total back-to-my-childhood you know type of thing. Like, this got nostalgia boner written all over it. Like, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm hyped. I'm ready. And they, they and that broke, comes out in March, too, right? Yeah, that just came out in March, God, too. March is going to be such a good month. Such a good month for movies. And what's great, too, is that they've broken up the obvious, like, color racism of the Power Rangers. So, like, the black guy is uh, the black guy is blue. I, I did enjoy the, the part of the, is, <laughs> I enjoyed the part of the trailer where the Asian guys they're all like, We're glowing and, and the guy's like the Asian guy's like, Hey, I'm I'm black and the black dude's like, What? No, you're not. <laughs> uh, he's like, Yeah, I am. Uh, so they broke that up, which is which is nice because that was a criticism that the parent just had. If you're gonna bring it over to modern times, it's, it's pretty good. Um, and uh, Rita looks so freaking good, man. Yeah. She looks uh she looks 
pretty crazy. Um, like she said, one too many lines. Like it's <laughs> one too many lines of coke. Did I? Uh, did oh, I need? I thought to you know? said lime. Like I was saved by the buoyancy of citrus because you know because she, she's green. You're really sick. You need to like <laughs> open your fucking ears, bro. <laughs> Uh, anyway uh she looks awesome she looks menacing she it it looks like a lot of fun and that's all i want out of this movie is is a decent story wrapped in just awesome fun awesome action and like they're taking it seriously that's what makes me so happy about it it's not like this random like they realize their audience is our age now so let's make an adult movie for those people. So yeah. I'm excited. And the fact that if they want to bring in new people, they can't just take the stuff from the 90s and put it in. It won't play. Like it yeah. doesn't – like I don't know if you've ever rewatched some of the original Power Rangers. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it does not hold up at all. It's bad. Like, well, like especially every scene with those two like high schoolers, the high school Vulcan bullies Skull? in it. Yeah. Dude, I love Vulcan uh, So bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but if they just have one reference to the guy rocking a giant pink mohawk or something like that. That, I'd be okay with that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I think I, I honestly believe that this movie has the franchise in it. I think this has enough to go because there's still a lot of questions that people have, uh, and and there's so much possibility that he can go with. I don't think we need to go all the way like to space, like like Power Rangers. Space! That's when I stopped watching. I went through Power Rangers, Power Rangers when they were ninjas, when they did the cars, when they did Zeo, when they did every, I went all the way to space. Wow. They went to space, then they came back as like samurais and like Anyway, the movie looks fantastic. I mean so good. I was when they announced that they were gonna do this, I was very shaky because Jason David Frank and all the original people were not involved whatsoever. Uh, and I'm okay that they're not involved. Uh, I would like to see Jason David Frank, for those of you who don't know who that is, that's the green slash white ranger. Uh, I want to see him in there because he was doing Power Rangers until like two years ago. Like yeah. the guy, the guy was—I mean, he's—he is Power Rangers. That's, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks fantastic, and uh, enough great things can't be said about it. And I believe it believe it belongs in Cape Talk. Uh, just the fact that there are Power Ranger comics. I will so. allow allow it in Cape Talk. Uh, so super psyched for this movie. Uh, I definitely want to know what you guys think about the Power Rangers coming back to. Uh, the mainstream because I told some people at work and they were befuddled by it, but it looks okay. Listen, th- these are the same people who were like, "I've never seen a Iron Man or Captain America movie." What are you talking about? You know, fuck those people. All right, I said it. I really hope you're not like trying to peddle the cut podcast. I am. Well, right? uh, not anymore. Not after. Not after that line. Good call. Um, I just read an, an interesting article. So M Night Shyamalan's movie Split. Uh, comes out this Friday in theaters, uh, starring James McAvoy. Uh, as this, he kidnaps these three girls, and it turns out he's got like twenty-one different personalities in him, and he's performing some sort of ritual. And in true M Night Shyamalan ding dong uh, fashion, there's you know thriller, suspense, and stuff like that. So here's the deal: here's I was not going to see this movie. I was legitimately about to say hard pass, and I'm kind of glad I didn't. I read an article today. Now, if you plan on seeing the movie Split and you don't want the ending ruined for you, thank you very much for listening and making us your walk around the neighborhood, your drive to work, and whatever other bullshit CJ says at the end. Thank you very much. You can make Facebook, Twitter, recording. all that stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Yay. Um, all right. So if you've stuck around, you don't care about spoiling the end of Split. Here's what I read. The big, quote unquote, twist, twisty twist in this movie um 
is you're watching a movie and it's a psychological thriller with a little bit of supernatural elements in it. Um, apparently, James McAvoy's character kind of def- gets deformed in- into this beast. He is escapes. He doesn't get apprehended at the end of the movie. And then they cut to a scene in a Philly diner where they're talking about um, some guy uh, who is in a, a wheelchair who is in, the, in an asylum. And they're like, oh, who is that, that guy again? What was his name? And it turns out this movie takes place in the same city, in the same universe as M. Night Shyamalan's movie Unbreakable. Which is like one of the good M. Night it's Shyamalan movies. It's the best M. Night Shyamalan movie in my opinion. And Bruce Willis's character shows up at the end. He's watching this new story. There's some uh, very vague reference that he's going to go after James McAvoy's character. Uh, so we might be getting a legitimate sequel to Unbreakable soon. So just the mere fact that we could see an Unbreakable sequel has me excited. So I read this article with M. Night Shyamalan um, where they were talking about the ending. Apparently the character that James McAvoy plays was in the original script for Unbreakable. Oh. And in Unbreakable, uh, you know, where where he... The, you remember that scene where he kind of is first testing out his powers? He takes out this guy in, like, kind of an orange jumpsuit? Yeah. That was written to be James McAvoy's character initially. Oh. He was supposed to take that guy out. And for some reason or another, they scrapped it. Then this character's kind of been sitting on, on the cutting room floor for a while. And like Shyamalan decided to bring him back and, and kind of build this entire movie around him. And apparently they asked him, does this mean we're going to see an Unbreakable 2? And he's like, I really want to do it. I, I'm going to start writing it right away. Like, if the, if it's right, we most certainly will do it. Samuel Jackson has already said, yeah, I'm on board. I'd love to play that character again, Mr. Glass. He's in Triple X. I think right now Samuel Jackson is willing to do any movie. He's like Samuel Jackson has always he's been willing to do any movie, and that's why he's so great. But, I mean, if the mere fact that Bruce Willis just took the time to for the 10 minutes he was on set to film this scene shows that he's interested in doing a sequel as well. That would be great. That might, this if I go see this movie and even if it's just okay, if I get an unbreakable sequel, I might be bought into M. Night Shyamalan. Again. Yeah. This is a redemption to M. Night Shyamalan. And yeah. how I will refer to him until he makes really good movies again. Um, so my night, I need you to make this unbreakable sequel. <laughs> Whoa. A first name basis. Ma. Oh yeah, Totally. But yeah, so I might need to go see this movie. And so I'm glad I didn't say the words hard pass because I was very close to it. Well, that's all that we have for this week's episode. Thank you for, A, sticking with me as I was sick. Uh, I appreciate that. So thank you, Brian, for, for dealing with me. Hey, dear well. buddy, you need, to, you need to watch Prices Right and get soup. <laughs> that's exactly what I need to do. Uh, B, thank you for joining us when Josh isn't here because we know how the two of us are at times. Let's face it. I'm the main draw of this show. Come on. I mean, seriously, I'm ruggishly handsome. I'm hilarious. I have a wonderful personality. You have a palatial estate. I have a palatial estate, apparently. The, the ratios of cats to males at the palatial estate is very low. There's a lot of things going for you, Brian Thornton. There's but plenty of things going it. for me. My point is people come to this show for me. <laughs> That's that, whatever you need to tell yourself. Thank you. It's what uh, helps me sleep at night. So as a thank you... <laughs> So there is something that we need from you. I'm going to ask you guys to do something. Obviously, share this show with your friends. Uh, the more people listen to us, the better. A five-star review on iTunes would be fantastic. We would mean the world to us. And we will, of course, read it on the air. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search that kind of nerd. 
Uh, and thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood and your drive to work. And we'll see you guys next week with the return of Joshua Burns. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. How dare you? It, okay, but Mortal Kombat is not a tournament. But Look it is. Way, no, it isn't. Think about it. You are one person who fights everybody. A tournament, you take breaks. There's brackets. It's not a tournament. They took a break when they had dinner before fighting Goro. We need to pause. My entire vape is just leaking all over the place. Space!